Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 118. Hey, Richards, I have a great guest today. We worked a bit together, and I was a small part of their journey, and I'm very excited to have Yariv Tabak with me today. Yariv Tabak is the CEO and co-founder of DB Maestro. Yariv is also the co-founder of Extreme Group, a leading IT service solutions provider that employs more than 200 IT professionals and serves more than 50 of the largest enterprises in Israel. Prior to DB Maestro, Yariv co-founded BuyHuman Inc., an innovative solution for managing web-enabled contact centers. Yariv began his career at the Israeli Defense Force Computer Center, where he held various technical and management roles. Yariv holds a BSc degree in business and management from Barilan University. Outside of work, Yariv enjoys swimming, hiking, and a good beer. Yariv Tabak, hey, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi, Hayut, long time since our last conversation. Always a pleasure to speak with you again. Thank you. That's right. That's right. We know each other. We worked together on your company's strategy, but we've done such a long way since then. So I'm very curious to hear what's new. I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now. And I'd like to ask you, what are you doing and most passionate about today? And where are you heading? Today, Didi Maestro, since our last conversation and while we started, you know, our early collaboration, we are not longer a startup, we are a company. Didi Maestro today is a leader in the DevOps for databases. We are focusing on enterprises, Fortune 1000, Global 2000 enterprises, and we assist our customer to automate all their continuous integration, continuous delivery processes and make their uh, uh, agile development much more faster with a better quality. With our products, they can work faster without any downtime coming from the database side, uh, without data loss, and we are protecting all their existing processes. Just for those who doesn't uh, know, and most of the people doesn't know what you are talking about, I guess, what is the difference when you talk about database? Because you're talking about database all over. You're not dealing with codes which are not database-oriented, isn't it? Yes, yes. For all the audience, when we are coming to enterprise application, there are three major layers that need to be handled and to be automated. First of all, there is a code like Java, like .NET, like C++, like Python, like all of the others. This layer is well uh, treated and well managed with other tools like uh, JFrog, like Git, like Microsoft, like IBM and all of the others. This is the layer number one. Layer number three is the infrastructure, the server, the Linux, 
the IBM ZDOS, it is the Microsoft Windows and all of the others. They're very good solution to automate all the platform there, like Chef, like Puppet. But layer number two is the database. Database is another technology. It's not a single uh, file like all of the others. So you need to centralize this asset and it is much more vulnerable because you store your data. So look and uh, figure yourself if something happened and there will be downtime to your application coming from the database and the data will lost. No organization can afford itself to work fast and to lose his data because this is the most uh, precious and uh, IP of each organization. And we are protecting the data and the database. What are you passionate about? I mean, you did take ownership of DevOps for database, and this is fantastic because you weren't there. But what makes you excited about today? Today, I love to build a company. I like to work with people, I like to work with customers, I like to learn what are the next phases and how the customer need to uh, figure their further needs and requests and their demands from the customer. I must tell this is one angle. And whenever I'm traveling to, and I'm traveling a lot, and I want to meet customer, the first uh, question after we are in successful is why you bought DBMS, why you choose us? What was the difference between us and our competitor? And what can we do better? This is uh, one angle of the business. But, and, the, and the answer that from time to time, they are told me, look, we like uh, the feature list. We like the, the strategy of the product. We see that you are supporting databases all over. It can be from the cloud and from the on-prem. It can be SQL and NoSQL. And we are touching a lot of uh, databases, a lot of integration. This is a, so the wideness and the, uh, of the, uh, the offer. This is a, B, the connectivity. We are using an open platform so you can uh, integrate it into it very fast and you can work very simple. You know, we are geeks and we love, love most <laughs> of the time, we love most of the time to develop a very complex solution. But at the end of the day, we try to uh, keep it simple I want simple challenges so the customer will be able to digest A and B to, uh, to integrate and to work. This is wow. one angle of the business. The other angle of the business is, and it's funny, I'm always trying to meet the most, most successful CEOs than me. And I'm shooting <laughs> them emails for Fortune 1000 uh, companies, CEOs, or a very uh, top-notch CEO that uh, run businesses about more than $1 billion, which are called unicorn. And I'm shooting them and I'm asking, look, folks, can we sit and meet for 30 minutes? I want to learn from you. What did you do and what worked for, worked for you? And some of the time, I'm, I'm not some, all the time, I'm learning new things. Sometimes I'm adopting due to my uh, narrative of the company. This is what a CEO needs to be done. CEO, from my perspective, need to deal with three major angles. Build a team adjusting the messaging and bring money to the company. Money can come from external VCs or internal from our customer. Today, we are more focused from internal and not from external. You know, it's funny because I believe this, this, this is exactly what every entrepreneur needs to do, whether they already launched or have a company or not. And this is exactly the reason you are here. So we can learn from you. 
And um, who are the customers that you are mainly dealing with? Great question. Today, we are uh, trying and to uh, hedge the customer list. We are now working in account-based marketing, and, and our target list is all the Fortune 1,000 global 2,000 and medium accounts, enterprises, but we are much more focused on the BFSI, what call, we call banks, financial services, and insurance company. Okay. All over the world. B, when we are trying to get into and to penetrate to those accounts and work with them, we are coloring their, their account uh, with the DevOps manager, the DevOps leaders. We saw that uh, it was uh, the DevOps people took over the roles of releases, and today they are much more responsible for end-to-end -end releases, what we call mm -hmm. not only the code, but also the, and the infrastructure, but also the database. And it is a very interesting transition that the DBA be, uh, uh, stopped to be the decision maker and started to be the enabler of the process. It is interesting that you're talking about it because I remember that you were one of the very few companies that every customer that we talked with said they should come to me, they should send other customers to me. I will say how good they are. Customers really used to love you. Is that the same today as well? I want to believe you that the answer is yes, <laughs> all the time. I can tell you that every business, we have a lot of success, and from time to time we have failures, and we try to learn from every failure. By the way, failure is something that we can learn uh, not less and even more from success. That's right. And, and what I did in the company, I uh, prepared failure case studies that uh, when, when everything is happened from the technology side or the business side, someone needs to fill and to introduce the case study to all the teams so everyone will be able to learn what's happened. Wow. It's the first time I heard that. Will you be able to send us just the questions or the, the case study? Can we put a link to that? Yes, no problems. I can send you the case study. Wow. It's a template that everyone needed to fill. And, and according to the role, from it, if it is a failure in a deal, then the account executives need to fill it. If it is a churn, then the success manager need to fill it. So, uh, and it is another angle. What is the business opportunity? What is the uh, existing technology environment? What's happened? What was the flow? If there are red flags that we need to learn from it for the next uh, generation, what we call. So this is the time to ask you to share with us what was your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most or almost the most? I'm a little bit disappointed. There is no one big failure that changed me. There is a lot of failure that changed me. Choose whatever. I need this story. One of the things that really strengthens a lot of entrepreneurs is to hear the failures themselves, to understand that it's not, you know, a lot of people are like to say we fail a lot, but what kind of failures or choose one failure that you really remember and tell that because we want to learn as well. It's not a business failure, it's a behavior failure. Great. Uh, when I started the business, you know, every entrepreneur has a very solid uh, narrative and he has a very, very solid character and values and all the other. And uh, it was a quite long time that I didn't listen to the people that was uh, around me. 
and uh, I painted the picture that make me walk harder, not smarter, mm-hmm. and uh, I pushed more and more, and I got less and less. Wow. Less from the people around me, and suddenly, uh, after I spoke with you and other smart people, I started, you know, to understand that uh, I read yesterday a very interesting sentence of one of the most significant famous manager, general manager in the soccer in Europe. He told that mm-hmm. he wants two stars, football player stars, to leave his team, and he said. Stars winning games, teams winning championship. Hmm. And, I, and, and I understand that I should not act like a star, but I need to be much more contained, much more listener to the people around me and to walk like a team. And we start, when we started to do that, everyone were very focused on the same, the same value, the same Purpose. numbers, the same targets as me. It was much more easy. Wow, I love the story. And now I would like you to tell us the story of your greatest, most significant success as a result of the right customer focus or something that you did right about approaching your customers if you have something about customers. And by the way, I believe that your employees are your customers as well, so it's a great story. Uh, What about success? Tell us about success. I think that there are two successes in DB Maestro. First of all, that we are able to listen to our customer and change the, the product according to the market needs. Okay. And one of the big success were that 24 months ago, we decided to drop the old tradition that we start from dev and then moving to ops and much more focus on the ops than the dev. What are ops and devs? When DB Maestro started the journey, most of the function feature of the product, much more the focus were on the development side. Okay. How we provide the developer much more tools. And we saw that we left behind the operational side. Okay. okay. And we saw that also when we're trying to analyze what's happening, the processes were much more difficult. The value of the product was less important to the customer. Because the developers were very important to us, but there were not the significant need in the organization. The most painful area hmm. were the operational side. So we needed to let uh, some wow. of the functions uh, out from the product and for around six, seven months, a new version of the product, which the ops side is much more uh, emphasized there. And then we started to sell much more pieces of the product because the customer understood the value better. By the way, if you want to hear from the failure, this was one of my failures because people came to me and tell me, look, we need to change the product for a better product marketing fit. And because of all of the ecosystem, we cannot do that. But after I started to listen to them, we start focusing on that and the product is much better today. Today, by the way, with all my heart, I believe that DB Master is the best product in this, uh, in this segment. Wow. And... Um... You know, you're an entrepreneur, and I've seen you going through a very, very, very impressive and not, uh, not short journey with the entrepreneurship. And I want to ask you, what would be your best advice about approaching the customers? What would you advise any entrepreneur, whether they are going into it or they are struggling with that? And I remember 
times that you were struggling with this and had very uh, tough questions to ask yourselves whether you want to go with that because you were very successful with another business you ran, I remember. So I want to ask you what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur out there? Persistence, persistence, and listening all the time. At the end of the day, CEO, entrepreneur, we are lonely creatures. Mm-hmm. We are living in lonely environment because at the end of the day whether it is your partners and friends whether it's your board of VCs at the end of the day you understand that when you want leadership the next road is loneliness hmm. you can analyze with someone but at the end of the day there are also two or three angles or persons to choose an option to choose hmm. and you need to choose the one and uh, this hmm. And, you, and there is at least 50% that you will fail. But you need to make changes fast. You need even to, uh, even if you see something is not working, change it. Don't uh, stick with the uh, old traditions and be persistent. It's also, mm. it's so important to be persistent all the time. I'm changing all the time, changing the location of the people, changing the function feature, changing the roadmap, changing the marketing, changing changing the messaging, change all the time. Hmm. I love that because, you know, we hear a lot of entrepreneurs today are not uh, the kind that decide to make a startup, to, to open a startup and to change the world, but those who find what they're really unique in doing and are establishing their entrepreneurship from stretch. They're uh, trying to be profitable as they can from stretch. And one of the things that uh, every entrepreneur that became entrepreneur without raising money said all the time, persistent, persistent, and just keep doing the things. And I saw it myself. You think that it's just uh, an advice, but when you just keep going, you find the success is coming. You will find, especially with customers, Suddenly, the things started to get into the market. Market started to think about you, of course, if you're doing the right things. When, uh, you know, we started a very uh, tough journey, a very long journey. When we started to speak about uh, our entrepreneurship, you know, all of DB Maestro, we were the first in the world that started to think about agility and DevOps and DevOps for Database and all of the others and looked at the holes, what's happening, what is left, what's left behind, what we need to fill the gaps. Um, And it was a journey, a long, long journey. Educational one that we need to educate the market, slow processes, and then expand it. But, you know, when you started to see people that come to you, tell, look, folks, I heard about, Mm. we have a need. And and I'm always telling my customer, let's check. I, I think you are. You need to check not only me, but also all of the others, other competition that uh, started to be after us. You know, new companies that came after us because we were at the beginning, we were the first in the market. By the way, competition is something very good because it shakes all the market and uh, the awareness is raised. But uh, yeah, if you if you are a leader, competition is great. <laughs> Yes, if and, and if not, you know, there is 20 years ago when you, you can be the first, you can be the second, you can be the third. Today, you, the winner takes it all. I believe you're right. The winner takes it all. There is no uh, place for number two or number three, only number one. From time to time, maybe number two, but... You're right. Now, when we are seeing that IBM and Broadcom, 
and we see that Dell and all of the other make an approach to us and wants to work with us, this is a real significant uh, transition that uh, we got the awareness. Mm-hmm. That's right. Wow. And by the way, when Dell wants to work with us, I, I see two options here, two parts for the one piece. The first one is the technology, and the second is if they like to work with us. And we invest a lot of time mm. to be nice. You know, to be nice is something that should be uh, the basic value of each company. Maybe of each person, but okay, I'll go with you for companies. No, not going for companies, because I see when, when uh, the folks from, uh, from uh, one of our partners called me, and they have a, a challenge, and I'm listening to the challenge, and they're trying to solve it, and they, can, and they hear that someone from the other line wants to work with them, it builds, first of all, communication, relations, and also the partnership becoming much more rich and with a lot of commitment. That's right. And, you know, I, there are many factors that actually affect success. But I believe that any one of us has one factor that really made it for them, that really... This is the factor that made us really successful. And I want to ask you, what is your key success factor? What is your one key success factor? Common sense. Wow. What do you mean? In the journey, you will need to learn a lot of things. Some of them you can be taught. Some of them you need to learn alone. And you need a common sense. And understand and to see the, the picture as is. Sometimes the colors of the picture are not bright. Some of them are more mm. black and bold. And you need your common sense how to break big challenges into small challenges and understand the reality. And this is something that the common sense will assist you and see the, the challenges that you can fix and solve. And there are challenges that you cannot do that. But you need to find bypasses. First of all, nobody ever said common sense in other interviews. So you are the first and it's great. I love it because we all look at common sense like something that every manager should have. But it's not like that. A lot of times we are forgetting our common sense and letting other parts of our mind or hearts or whatever um, make the decisions. My final question is my mountain question. I'm always, I tell it all the time, but I'm always imagining this journey in the mind of the customers, creating their awareness, understanding the need, and building our brand in the minds of our customers as climbing a mountain, step after step after step. And at one point, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I, I'm asking you, whether they ever climbed the mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? And I mean physical mountains, literally a mountain. Since uh, I'm a less mountain uh, fan, <laughs> I'm much more fan of uh, new civilizations. And when uh, I'm coming to new areas, for an instance, when you're coming to new countries, To new views and I meet new people it's always a challenge because you know people come from uh, their own uh, home ground 
and they are having their own uh, desires and all uh, a lot of perspective how they see the world. And suddenly I'm coming and I'm always uh, imagining myself as a new product that they need to, to digest. Hmm. How I am assist myself to learn them, how they look at me. Is there my uh, pink shirt is something that is common in their environment or maybe it reflects something? And what I'm saying and how I'm saying that, this is A. And so I want to learn and I, how I get all this information, compile it, process it, and then the output that they will like me. It's like selling a product. When uh, I want that most of the people that I'm working with them or they are in their environment, will uh, get introduced with me and they will like me. And uh, this is, you know, so I think that is a much challenge. The mountain challenge from my perspective is only one dimensional uh, challenge. And I think uh, like in business and like in, in everything in the life, there is a much more dimension uh, when you want to solve a challenge or you want to meet a challenge. Hmm. Wow, I love that. And... Yariv, I want to ask you, what is the best way to connect with you to any one of our listeners that would like to be in touch or ask you questions? Yariv Tabak, LinkedIn, or uh, Yariv T at dbmaestro.com. That's great. We will put the links on our uh, website. And I would like to thank you so much. I... Uh, I really found some gems in this conversation. I think you raised some very interesting points and I enjoyed every minute. It was so great to talk with you again. Thanks. Thanks a lot for your time. It's always a pleasure to meet and speak with you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.